0: A fun film this morning, Night Shift. No! Hello, hello, good morning everyone, John Henry Soto here, welcome. It is 7am, and it is June 17th, 2021, and uh been doing a movie week today's Thursday so got today and tomorrow end of the movie week I might actually do some more every once in a while if I think of a film um, I'm gonna start covering some of the the news not in a political sense but just in a coverage of uh, more of a humorous way of some stuff that's going on daily I haven't done that in a while Of course there's always some motivational things coming your way. Um, some content from the Way to Happiness uh, booklet that I use a lot, and um, we're gonna have some fun, do a lot of different things. I got some uh, some announcements to make. I'm gonna be making them next Monday, Monday morning. Uh, today's Thursday, so we're looking at Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So in approximately five days. Um, I will be making a major announcement right here on this show, will be my first announcement. Shortly after that, I will make it on Facebook and uh, Instagram and LinkedIn and Twitter, all the platforms that uh, you can imagine. I'll be making some announcements, Um, and it's a pretty big one for, it's a pretty big one, so... Stay tuned for that on Monday. Um, and there's logistics of why I can't just say it. Sounds silly, I know, but there are specific reasons why I can't. So, um, And I will reveal that on Monday as well. All right. So thank you very much for tuning in. My name is John Henry Soto. Um, if you like these morning uh, chats, please like, share, and subscribe. I do this every morning, Monday through Fridays. And I have some coffee, a few laughs, and a positive outlook on the day ahead. Um, And hopefully you get to have a a smile, a few um, motivational, you feel better, entertained. Maybe you get a film recommendation, something that you might want to watch. And and I enjoy it. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. All right. So let's talk about today's film. Today's film is a uh, one of my favorite films. I remember my mom and I used to watch this film a lot because it would play on rerun like all the time on. Um, I'm trying to think if it was HBO or Showtime or one of those first early eighties, uh, uh, cable television channels that we uh, that we all got, and um, it was just playing on rotation a lot. But we always would watch it because it was always at a part. You know, it's one of those films that there's always a section that you're waiting for it to come and and when you where wherever you land in the film, you're like, Oh, this is the part where this happened, and you start watching. Next thing you know, you you've watched the whole film. And the film is called Night Shift. So this uh this film is um from nineteen eighty two. It was directed by, of course, Ron Howard. Ron Howard um in nineteen eighty two had just uh started basically right and um now he's a legendary filmmaker and director and uh, incredible force in hollywood um such classics as apollo um, apollo 13 and uh i mean the list goes on uh he has so many he has so many so many films that i that i named none of them except one which was apollo 13 but Let's just go on some of the um, the classic films that Ron Howard of course starting at uh, and, um, as Opie right on the Andy Griffith show. Um, that was his first starting starting role right and he's done such films as um, a beautiful mind Apollo 13 Frost Nixon. Which I haven't seen actually. Which uh, I need to actually do that. Um, yeah, I need to actually work on that. So, um, but yes, of course, he's done uh, so many different uh, things as a director. Um, and I'm trying to get here to the director section. Director, there he is. Um, wow. I mean, yeah, just so many. So many great things. Where are they here? Love I and mean, Mary. He directed a lot of things even before uh, some of the major films, you know. He um, um, directed also some uh, Happy Days episodes. Um, yeah. So he's done a, a tremendous, tremendous body of work. Um I'm trying to look here. Backdraft, Parenthood, Cocoon, Splash, um, Apollo 13. As I mentioned, A Beautiful Mind, Cinderella Man, The Da Vinci Code, <laughs> Angels and Demons, uh, Rush, In the Heart of the Sea. Wow! So, so he's a a, a force and um in 1982 one of his uh, his second actual actually his second uh, film that he directed um well his first film was Grand Theft Auto in 1977 and um and then he directed Night Shift in 1982 and right off the bat you can see his talent in directing you know um Ron Howard Assembled a cast, which uh, one person that he was familiar with, um, he actually uh, had uh, Henry Winkler on this in this film, who played, of course, Fonzie in Happy Days, along with uh, Ron Howard, who played Richie Cunningham, and they uh, were on that series for many years, very successful series, and they're very good friends. and In 1982, um, he cast. Um, Henry Winkler in the film Night Shift, which is really a bold move for Henry Winkler because he had this persona just coming off of Happy Days, late 70s. You know, this is now early 80s, and this character that he plays here is completely different from anything that he's familiar with. You know, he plays a guy named Chuck who uh, is basically a... uh, uh, he's a morgue, you know, know, becomes a, a morgue attendant, You know, um, he's kind of he's with this woman that he's sort of depressed about. Um, She's not the best catch. Um, She sort of invalidates him a lot. Um, Kind of depressing, but he's sort of uh, engaged to this person. Um, And he ends up um, so Henry Winkler ends up meeting this guy, (laughs) a very young Michael Keaton. Who um, you know, Michael Keaton at this stage of uh, of his uh, of his life um, was really starting out. You know, if you go back into um, Michael Keaton's first uh, films of all time, you know, he did a thing called um, uh, he played a, a sailor in a very early film called Rabbit Test. Um, and then his next major film was night shift, (laughs) you know? So it's like, he literally just came on the scene after that. He did Mr. Mom, Johnny dangerously gun Ho, um, you know, all Beetlejuice, you remember Beetlejuice? And then of course he played Batman in 1989, which I I thought he was great as Batman one of my, one of my favorite Batmans. Um, but yeah, here's a, Michael, a very young Michael Keaton here along with Henry Winkler in Night Shift. And this also introduced a young lady, a beautiful young lady, uh, Shelley Long. Shelley Long started her run on Cheers right around the same time that this film came out. So she was still very, very new to, to um, I guess, Hollywood or to films. And, um, so Ron Howard cast these three, um, you know, one very well-known person, Henry Winkler, who had already this, uh, persona of being this cool, a guy, um, Shelley Long, who's an unknown and, uh, Michael Keegan, who is an unknown fairly, you know, fairly unknown. I mean, one film to his credit, Shelley Long had a lot of other credits as well. Um, she had, um, you know she had credits that were uh, a lot of television, she did a lot of uh, different television shows. Um, you know, coming up, she um, before night shift, she was on the Love Boat, she was on um Trapper John MD for any of those guys that remember any of these shows. She was in, in MASH, she did an episode of MASH, um, and and then she got Cheers in 1982, which was the same year that uh, this film came out, uh, Night Shift. And she, in this film, there's a couple of scenes in this film where I mean, I remember watching it in 1982, so I'm a I'm a I'm a young young kid entering puberty at this point, and um, she was gorgeous. And there was one scene where she's uh, in in the, and I won't show any clips just because. It's not, uh, you know, but it's, 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 this is the scene here where she's um, wearing like these little skimpy, you know, uh, underwear, um, which shocks Chuck, you know, the Henry Winkler character. And, um, and she's walking around and she is gorgeous, beautiful body, beautiful face, great performance, too. I mean, all three of these actors in this film just did such a great job. Uh, Michael Keaton was so hilarious. You know, we we quoted his lines for years, my mom and I. Um, this is the line where they're he's trying to convince. Uh, well, let me give you the premise of the story, right? It's basically about a morgue attendant who's um, who's talked into running a brothel, you know, um, at the at the morgue itself. Because uh, a, there was a pimp that that was deceased and there was all these girls that didn't have. Uh, a leader I didn't have a pimp so somehow Michael Keaton's character his name is Bill he convinces Chuck to use the brothel I mean to use the um the morgue as a place where they can actually run the brothel you know now the the guy who killed the pimp is not too happy about this you know um he's not too happy about this and because um, he's taken away his business. So it becomes sort of a little bit of a, of a battle here. Um, the story was, this story was, which is really out there was written by Lowell Gantz and uh, um, Babalu Mandel wrote this. And um, the, 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 the writing was hilarious, but really the performances of uh, Michael Keaton in this and, and um, Robin, Robin, And um, Henry Winkler, they both just really, the chemistry between them, actually the chemistry between all three of these uh, characters, you know, was really, really dynamic. And, but Michael Keaton to me was really the, stole the show in this film. And I just remember always quoting his lines, That this is the scene where he's, he comes up with ideas, he's sort of like an idea man, you know, he has all these ideas, the ideas are terrible, but but. This is where he has the idea of um, like he wants to. He's wondering why they don't sell tuna fish um, with mayonnaise already in it in the can. And he's like, oh, wait a minute. You can feed mayonnaise to the tuna. And then in this, he'll just click the, click it on and be like, call Starkis, you know, <laughs> for, for the tuna idea. And um, and that's what he does. He records his ideas and um and so they become uh, they become friends reluctantly. Um, the Chuck character, um, with this guy who's over the top, and Chuck is sort of like quiet. He's working the morgue because he wants a quiet life. You know, he's just going through a, a situation with his girl. He's trying to just stay out of life almost. You know, and you know, there's a lot of metaphors for in in the film where you know the guy is working in the morgue because he's almost dead himself. You know, he's just. And here comes this lively character who kind of pulls him out of that now he ends up falling in love with one of the girls which is shelly long and this becomes a problem because shelly long in one of the scenes she's still working that's her job you know she's a she's a hooker she's a prostitute you know and so there's that conflict between them and she's uh you know the powerful you know, climactic scene. I won't give it away. Cause I think, um, I don't know how many people have actually seen this film, but it's a very funny film, very entertaining, um, very well directed by Ron Howard and the writing is fantastic. Um, it keeps you laughing. Uh, there, there are certain things that are surprises that really will, will give you some good, uh, some good giggles. Um, and it's, it's a, you know, it's it's not, you can't look at it like, you know, prostitutes don't really behave this way. You know, not that I know a lot of prostitutes, but having watched enough stuff about prostitutes and hookers, and I grew up in the Bronx, so I remember we used to, as a kid, we would ride our bike during, um, in between of uh, Hunts Point and uh, our neighborhood, and there was these uh areas these certain blocks where we would ride down and they'd be all these hookers um prostitutes uh, i don't know how, I don't i don't know i don't know a respectful way of calling them but um let's just call them prostitutes that's what they are so i would ride my bike and i would we would see we would see them and they were really you know not not nice looking um I remember this one time when uh, my family and I had uh, this. This morning show is sort of like an open book, right? I, I kind of talk about things that are very personal, and uh, sometimes probably I, I think to myself, why did I, why did I say that? But anyway, my family had been going through some rough times um, during the uh, '80s and stuff, and we had like at one point we had no place to to live. Um, and we stayed at this uh, what they called back then uh, like a welfare hotel and you get a voucher and you can take it to a, a motel to just stay a couple of nights until they were you were able to find a place to live or a shelter until they move you to a, a shelter or something it was a really rough life you know a really tough life but we arrived in this uh, very sleazy motel and we got we got our room. There were <laughs> there were bullet holes in the room that we stayed in. There were bullet holes over the bed. There was about I'd say at least eight to nine bullet holes just over the over the bed. And um you know, my my uh my stepdad confirmed what they were, you know, and we had two rooms. They were kind of attached with a door in between. There were two rooms and when I walked in the room, I remember there was a, a mirror on top of the ceiling. Now, I'm a kid. I'm like, what the hell is that? Why would they have a mirror on top of the ceiling? And my mother <laughs> my mother just kind of like, oh, you know, um, people sometimes like to see themselves sleep or they like to, when they wake up, they like to see themselves. And I was thinking, oh, okay. And I was like, that's interesting. I didn't, you know, um, you know I didn't know what that was. And so we stepped outside for a second to get something from the hallway. I think it was some towels or some pillows that we were trying to find. I think we needed sheets. It was really a bad, bad place. And we walk outside, and I see these two women walking down the hallway. And they were, at the time, I thought they were just the most extreme-looking. They looked like movie stars. They had this huge hair. One was blonde. One was brunette. And they had these tight tight clothes. One and they both had this shiny, shiny red uh spandex. And then another one had shiny blue spandex with these tight tight things on. Very thin looking, not like they had a lot of meat on them. Um, but just tight tight and makeup and they walk by and they smell like this the smell of whatever they were wearing was was thick. It was like a. It was. Um, it was almost like you can smack it out of the air. How uh, thick it was, and it was my first time ever seeing, you know, ladies of the evening, and I had no idea what they were. But they were walking with two guys, and the guys were taking them, and they went into a room, into one of the rooms, and I was like, wow, it's like man, it's weird to see such amazing, famous-looking people. Walking, you know, I have no idea what famous people look like. I just thought that was so extreme and over the top. That's it got to be something famous or something popular, you know. Of course, years later, I'm like, oh, those were hookers. (laughs) Oh, the mirror. I see. You know, the only thing I understood from that evening was that there were bullet holes in the wall of the uh, of the motel. But anyway, we got out of there, and um, things did get better. <clears throat> but, man, you know, so anyway, those those are my ideas of what. So when you watch Night Shift, you have to watch it as a comedy. You have to watch it as something that's not legitimate, you know. Um, Shelly Long does not look like what a hooker or prostitute would look like. Um, maybe a, a high-end call girl. You know those high-end call girls that uh, you pay like $10,000 for the night or something? You know, some of these people, they go out with you and they're, you rent a, a date for a big event. And sometimes there is sex involved at the end, right? Um, maybe she could look like one of those. But the way they portrayed it, they portrayed it as a group of girls that had a pimp and they were in the streets. So they weren't they, – she wasn't a call girl. You could have probably – Made the story a call girl, a higher end call girl, but maybe yeah, I don't know that maybe that wasn't a thing. This was 1982, it must have been a thing, right? I don't know. I don't I tell you what, I don't know much about prostitution other than uh, what I saw when I was a kid, and then these uh, this film and a couple of other films that I've seen that contain this subject matter, but um, I really enjoyed this film very much. Um, Shelley Long and uh, Michael Keaton were very, very great in this. They were basically, this was one of their first big come out roles. I'm not sure if she already had. Um, what's weird about this film is that it's not on Shelley Long's um, IMDb, which the IMDb is where where you get the um, all the movies of an actor. They're, they're basically on there, right? You can see them uh, on there. And um, for some reason, she this film did not make the cut of her IMDb page, right? Which is the uh, um, I don't know the independent movie database or something. And uh, but it's not on her database, so which is weird. But um, it this film came out in 1982, and she's you know she starred um, as Diane Chambers in 1982. Um, so a little confusing, um, why it's not on her IMDB, but it's not on there. I've looked and, um, but it's, it feels like either, either this film came out and she was cast from this film, um, or there was a, uh, uh, she got cast as, and she already had committed to this film. So there's different ways, you know, you don't know exactly if it was the fact that she got cast in this film based on the fact that, you know, she was in Cheers or she got cast for Cheers based on the fact that she was in this film. So one or the other happened, but the both things happened at the same time. You talk about a good year. She got Cheers and Night Shift, which was a, a hit film. Um and also at the end of this film was a, a a song that I fell in love with. I love this film, this song from this film. And I took my little cassette recorder and I put it in front of the TV when it played to record the 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 theme song or the end ending song of the film, which was um that's what Friends are for, which um, was and it was sung by Rod Stewart at the end of the film. So Rod Stewart is singing, um that's what friends are for for good times and bad times so it was at the end of the song at the end of the film this song came out sung by Rod Stewart of course years later um it was recorded by um it was Elton John Dion Warwick um Gladys Knight and Stevie Wonder they did their rendition of that's what friends were for and it became a monster hit but I heard it first because I remember when it came out, I was like, wait a minute, this film, this song was from from a night shift, you know. Um, so there's a lot of things that this film actually uh, gave me. Humor was, I think, one of the most uh, important things for me because I remember uh, being that age. And the the hum- the humor was a little bit risque, not 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 really too much, but. For somebody my age, I guess um, I was, uh, let me see, 10, 11, 12. I was about 13 years old, maybe, about 13, 14 years old. Um, this film came out in uh, July 30th. So my birthday is in July. So I had a, I had just turned whatever uh, I had just turned. <laughs> and uh, so maybe I was about 13, 14 years old. And a great, great comedic understanding of like uh um line deliveries you know because sometimes there's people it's two things right in film right there's the way somebody delivers a line can be funny you can take the the show friends that did that really well right It, it had good writing but the way that these characters interacted with one another and that chemistry between them and the way they delivered lines uh yeah you know that kind of stuff that became that was funny, right? So the, the lines were delivered funny. And then there's other things, like other shows, like um, that were just written very funny, like Cheers. Cheers was just a very funny written show. Things that they were actually saying could have been said by anyone and it would have been funny. Uh, obviously, you had professional comedic, comedic actors saying these lines and they were fantastic, the best of, at the time. Um, but isn't that interesting how a lot of what I'm talking about now were really unknowns put onto onto the big screen and onto the big, you know, I mean, not not Henry Winkler so much for a night shift because he was very well known. It was his film, right? He was kind of carrying the film coming off of uh, of uh, of this um, run of playing Fonzie. Right um, now. There is a film by Henry Winkler that, um, it's a, it's a really, really great film. And it, he plays sort of a, um, what do you call uh, Scrooge? He basically plays Scrooge, right? It's done a little bit differently, but a wonderful, wonderful performance that he, that he gave uh, Henry Winkler is a really good actor. Um, he really has come into his own. He's on some, uh, some great TV shows right now. Um, I can't remember the name of the shows, but he's on some TV shows right now. Barry was the one that he was on. and um, But he did this film. Let me see if I find it real quickly because I think it, it's worthwhile talking about. He played um, the Fonz, of course, and then he did a film, and it was called One Christmas. I think it was called One Christmas. Was it called One Christmas? Maybe not. Yes, it was called One Christmas. Nope, that's not it. <laughs> yeah no, no that's not it that was actually a good movie too though one Christmas um I'll see if I find it I can't find it right now but he played this wonderful role of uh same kind of um Scrooge kind of character and uh just a great performance a great performance and uh at some point at some point I'll find it. But, yeah, you can go on to his IMDb and you can find his, uh, his performances there. But, yeah, there you have it. That film is called Night Shift. Um, stars these Michael Keaton, Shelley Long, and Henry Winkler, directed by the great Ron Howard. Um, film came out in 1982. Check it out wherever uh, you can find it. It's in a, it's in a lot of different places. Um, great performances. Michael Keaton and... Um, Henry Winkler, their chemistry in this film is undeniable. I really wish they had done not, not a sequel because sequels are, although a sequel for this would have actually worked, but um, not so much a sequel, but more of a, uh, of a, con, of, of a, just a pair, pairing them, you know, just pairing them together, sort of like when you had Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder, you know, and they pair them together and their chemistry was just so good. Um, that uh, you just kept putting them together in different situations. I guess you can go back, and that's been going on for a long time, with Bob Hope and uh, um, Bing Crosby, right? They did all those road movies together. Um, very funny. Together, they just had good chemistry, you know. Um, Jerry Lewis, and, uh, of course, now I'm just... Um, Dean Martin, Jerry Lewis, right? Martin and Dean. Of course, now I'm going way back, and nobody knows what I'm talking about if you're under... I don't know, 30, but these were legends, legendary films. There's a lot of film out there, films and work out there that uh, people don't take advantage of watching, especially younger people. They get, you know, they get so bombarded with so much content and so much stuff on the internet and on their phones that they tend to forget that there's these classics made that will really, really transport you into another place. And that's what I love films. And this film definitely is something that you guys should check out. All right, folks, I've gone 30 minutes, which is a longer than normal, but I want to appreciate you for hanging in there and uh, watching this. Um, I will see you all tomorrow. Take care of yourselves. Thank you. If you like this, please like, share, and subscribe. I appreciate it. And as always, make today great. Do the things that you love and take care of yourselves. And as always, peace.